When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! 14 USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Mom isn't going to like this. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quiet Day Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We are back after a week off. I will I will say, mostly my fault. I sort of got the days confused with the extra weekend, and then it was like late Monday night, and I was like, oh, shit, like we should have been repotting. I like retweeted something, and is that what... Uh, uh, yeah, it might have been. It might have been. So, like, I will take responsibility for this one. Usually, I just pawn it off on Kevin, but that's you, right. <laughs> you got to take responsibility every now and then. Uh, we are back. A little update: official minor leaguer of the Quack Attack podcast, Bo Brower. He has two goals and one assist in sixteen games this season. He's a zero and a plus minus, which is good. Yeah, I mean, the analytics community isn't real big on plus minus, but still, it's an okay indicator. So, he's a hero in our book. Yeah, other than, yeah, just really turned it on, though. It really turned around the Wooster Railers franchise there. The Wooster what? Railers. The Wooster Railers? Yeah, Wooster that's Railers. like the rural jurors. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. The yeah. Wooster Railers. Wooster Railers. What are, what's uh, we need to find out like what their chance are stuff like that. It's got to be pretty pretty interesting. Why yeah, the, the Wooster Roosters. Yeah, that'd be better. And they're crowing all the yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There is a team, a minor league team named the Wheeling Nailers. I don't know if that is worse or better. The Wheeling Nailers. Yeah. Are they like hanging things up, hanging up their opponents? I don't know. I don't know what, what is a, what is a railer. It, like their logo is yeah their logo is like a train okay someone who works in the rails yeah blue collar workers not like coke addicts i guess no that'd be a good promo night though yeah that'd be a really good promo <laughs> i mean minor league sports they do some crazy stuff so. <laughs> yeah true last time we checked it was at 15 dollars. kevin do we have an update uh we do it's down to eleven thirty-eight. oh wow low? Uh, maybe <laughs> wow. Yeah, it looks like it. Um it was somebody posted uh on like the the Reddit, the subreddit mm-hmm. um for Kin. Um they did like a, a graph, a, like a list of all the like altcoins and stuff and mm-hmm. their, you know, their progress and they the one for Kin, they like drew it backwards and down. <laughs> it's pretty rough. I have a question. When you were first uh, investing in this, was it like between this and something else? Uh no it was well it was mostly this because uh, <laughs> a former boss of mine got a tip from a coworker who's was pretty involved in the in the crypto world or is pretty involved I don't know um so it was kind of like on his behest but um didn't really uh pan out that one 
Uh, and be curious, this former coworker, what what else he invests in? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's made a decent amount of money. Like he was like an early crypto person. I don't think he like you know he's not a millionaire, but you know he made a decent amount of money. From... He got more than negative two hundred eighty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> well, I, ju- I just got in at the wrong time. Got a yeah. hot tip for you. Yeah, yeah. Mittens, That's it. It's winter. <laughs> sure. It's the damn crypto kitty craze. You can't believe everything you read, Kevin. Can't believe the hype sometimes. You got to be smarter than that. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's been fun. Yeah. Do you think it's been worth $300 of entertainment? Sure, especially whenever it, you know, 10Xs, 100Xs in a couple of years. I think I asked this, but like if it gets down to like zero, is it can it like bounce back? Like, or is I, it just like yeah, I have no idea. I don't really know how yeah. that works. Do you get negative money of dividends or something? <laughs> yeah. do, no. Do you have to, you have to no, pay that? There are no check. dividends. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin's going to be paying <laughs> the company. It would be a terrible soon. investment. All right. Instead let's, of just a very poor one. <laughs> let's move on. Um, one other thing before we go into the topic. So there's been demand, and Stevie Yanks brought this up on our last episode, for a new type of contest. And I have an idea... For how it could work. So I'm working on that. But I'm interested in how we are going to pick our contestants. Because last time mm. I just put it out in Twitter, Facebook. Like, should we have some sort of application process? I'm thinking maybe some kind of Google form. Yeah, I mean, uh, depending like how many participants are you envisioning are we doing us like, having? Are we doing like 128 or 256? <laughs> <laughs> so... There's a way this could th- – it doesn't have to be head-to-head. I'm still working out the kinks, but we could do like four man or woman pods. So like you compete against three other people and then move on to the next round. Oh, like qualifiers. So you could, Regional qualifiers. We could do that. So Before you advance to the big tournament. I mean I'm willing to open it up to see how many applicants we get and see how many legit applicants we get and see so then maybe we have to whittle it down from there yeah i could i could sort of whittle down the field but yeah i feel like we need to like i don't know if we ask them a few questions or have them um do something to to gain elite access into this club yeah i like that yeah, so it could be an entry fee, which would be maybe like <laughs> just like a donation or something. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to do it too. Just give us money, and we take all that money, invest in a different cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we'll hit it big. All right, but yeah, so if you have any ideas for the quack lights out there, if you have any ideas on what should be included in the application, and we're talking about trivia contest. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a form of a trivia contest. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, I don't want to reveal the rules too early. He hasn't even told us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to reveal the rules too early. I don't want to like, yeah, I don't want to like say something and then be like, oh, this isn't gonna work, Hold and on. then have to backtrack. Mike's gonna pause the podcast real quick, and he's gonna explain it to us. Okay. Okay, that was a fucking terrible idea, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Just stupid man. Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to the drawing board. And come up with a new contest. But yeah, I will say the first prerequisite is that you have to be available during our recording time, which is Monday. 2 (laughs) a.m. 2 a.m. Sunday night. Uh, It's Monday night. 
like around I would say five thirty to six thirty Central Time. So if you're not available, then just don't uh, even apply. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the topic at hand. Tommy, what is the topic today? We've got some uh, some duck news that we want to go over, and I think we're gonna look at a photo and probably spend too much time analyzing it. Yeah, so this made quite the buzz on the internet, and we were sent it, I would want to say, at least 50 times. I had, like, friends, like, days afterward, like, sending it to me. It's like, yeah, we know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, Danny Tamborelli, Keenan Thompson, Cologne Jacobson, uh, who, Danny Tamborelli, Obviously, is uh, Tommy Duncan, Keenan Thompson, Russ Tyler, Cologne was Julia the Cat, uh, Guy Germain, Garrett Ratliff is his real name. They were all at a game. There was a little uh, get-together. Danny Tamborelli posted it all on Instagram. They were skating around in the D5 Ducks uniforms. And, uh, yeah, just a, a lot of buzz that started and then... The other ducks were tweeting about it, but Danny Tamborelli photo where he is in the locker room and he's pointing to the back of his jersey and we see in the stall next to him is a Fulton Reed jersey. Now, Fulton was not there. Um, what do we think went on with young Fulton where he was not able to make the reunion? Well, yeah, I guess he's. Um, this is not a dig. Uh, the other ducks but he's one of the um more prolific acting ducks these days Mm. and so i think his schedule is probably a little bit tighter um and uh, he's definitely a little bit more mainstream so it's probably means like that i mean it seems like he was they were planning on him being there though i mean do you think he canceled last minute i don't know i like he did post on danny tamborelli's instagram so I don't know if there's like a flight issue or whatnot. Uh, Banks, he was also there. Uh, forgot to mention him earlier. So a lot of sort of debate on why this happened, what this happened. There are some people asking if it was for a Super Bowl commercial. I don't think it's likely. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be pretty expensive, but cool. That would be expensive. Also, SEMA, I mean, unless it was for something not related to like Disney Plus or something, it seems like it'd be a little early on that front. For a Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Like, what else? Just like I, a rant. I maybe mean, it's like a nostalgic Pepsi commercial or something. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, my hmm. issue is really more with the timing of it. Like, I don't think you shoot a Super That's Bowl mark- commercial also, yeah. two weeks before the Super Bowl. Like, you got to plan that spot well in advance and, like, come up with everything. And then you got to edit it down and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't think it's a Super Bowl commercial. The Anaheim Mighty Ducks are in their 25th season. I guess they're the Anaheim Ducks now. And this was a Ducks-Islanders game. So, it certainly seems like it has something to do with the team. Um, do we have any theories on why these Ducks were there? Fulton was not there but it was supposed to be there and the other ducks were not. I was thinking possibly like proximity, like maybe they live pretty close to there. Um, I don't really know. They like live in Long Island or, or LA. Yeah. Or wait, it was... no, it was in Anaheim, right? It was in New York. So oh, this really? was a Ducks Islanders game. The Ducks were on the road. So they were playing it's, in New York. It's very odd that to have like a promotion at an away game 
Well, see, that's why I think um, that it's probably, um, this is probably me grasping, but if you were to, like, there's probably a good number of ducks who live, like, in the city or something, which I think is what it is, like, proximity. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're trying to build hype for, like, 25th anniversary of the team or for the upcoming series, that's a way to do it. And so I guess the hypothesis now was, oh, are these ducks going to be reprising their roles in some fashion in the uh, upcoming uh, series? But does Disney even still own the ducks? They do not own the Anaheim ducks. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't see that being like a team tie-in there. Yeah. you know, I can imagine like them the being Disney. on board, though, because even though they don't own them, I mean, there's going to be renewed interest in the ducks. I just think it's weird that it was an away game. Like yeah. I would I'd totally understand if it was I Anaheim, think the the thing that makes the most sense is like, oh, they were they were in New York. Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent what it is. Uh as our good friend Joyce Eng pointed out, like part of this Mighty Ducks twenty fifth anniversary celebration that they're having, I think in February, is a screening of the Mighty Ducks. So I don't know if they're just sent making something that's like a, a sort of intro video or something but that's my guess because if you were doing something bigger you gotta imagine they would get as big as they could get i don't think emilio estevez would come but i think joshua jackson would come i think you could well, i don't I know he's pretty busy these days too yeah but i think you could still get him out there if you planned it out um i think yeah you could get like matt doherty marguerite moreau you could get some people la people that uh could fly over there or they could they could find a way if this was like a big deal so that's my biggest thing but i want to back up a little bit because this whole like i feel like this whole mighty ducks resurgence if you go back it really started five years ago right so may 31st 2014 first episode of the quack deck there you go june 9th 2014 Time comes out with their oral history of D2 on the 20th anniversary. So shortly after that, after we start recording, Time comes out with this thing. It's a whole big deal. Uh, And then September 22nd, 2014, Mighty Ducks reunite in California for like a a barbecue Mm -hmm. set up by Jordan Kerner. And... I don't think we had talked to Jordan Kerner before then, but we had talked to some of the Ducks. So, actually, no, I don't think we had. Anyway, but so they get going, and then this whole thing sort of builds up, and you have the Turkey Lake Challenge, twenty uh, February 2017. The infamous Turkey Lake Challenge. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, you want to tell us what happened then real quick? Uh yeah, I ate all ten turkey legs. Kevin boasted he could eat ten turkey legs <laughs> in one sitting, even after we gave him like chances to like, you know, say like, oh, you know, well maybe not ten, blah blah blah. He he was he doubled down. I did. And how many did you eat, Kevin? Uh, I believe we put it at a two and a half ish. I think I'll, it was, I'll go two point seven five. How about that? <laughs> I think it was actually much closer to two turkey yeah. legs, two and like a <laughs> two bite. and a quarter. They're, they're so salty, man. Yeah, I mean, just disappointing. But yeah, and then somebody told me what the like the sodium count was. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, even was... just the ones that I ate, and it was like whoa. Like, I thought my heart was gonna stop. So he was like, "I got to start planning for my future," and so I'm gonna invest in some <laughs> token. <laughs> but less than a year after the turkey leg challenge, 
you know, we start, we're talking to a lot of people. We're ta- we're getting involved. We talked to Steve Brill. All of a sudden, January 2018, it's announced Mighty Ducks TV series is in the works. So, again, some connection there between us and the Mighty Ducks resurgence. Also, today is the anniversary of the Turkey Leg Challenge. Is it really? It is. Wow. Oh, yeah, because we did it like on the Pro Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, next year we need to have a, uh, we need to start making Pro Bowl Sunday more of a thing for mm. this podcast. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. We can, we can do it. Yeah. We, we talked about a Haas and Pfeffer challenge. We talked about we a few. Like a di- duck wing challenge. We t- yeah. yeah. We talked about a few different challenges. So uh, we can get those going. I'll, I'll put those in the back of my mind and see what we can do here. Um, and then October 2018, it is the 25th anniversary, the beginning of the season of the 25th anniversary, as I mentioned, of the Mighty Ducks, now the Ducks hockey franchise. And then we go to January 2019. Obviously, we have the Instagram photo, this sort of reunion action. And then later this summer, I believe, let me check. Late 2019 is the official, unofficial date for Disney Plus, the streaming service to come out on which the Mighty Ducks TV series will possibly run. So quite a five-year run there. How much credit are we taking for this run? I mean, I would say 100%. Okay. Normally, I would disagree with Kevin. (laughs) But 100% sounds fair. Um, I would say that um, we definitely uh, helped stoke the flames of this. Um, You know, even if there was like a spark somewhere, I think uh, think we really helped out, uh, especially getting some of these guys to think like, oh, yeah, wasn't it how much fun we had when we talked to Averman and, you know, when we we talked to Goldberg about – how much fun they had filming it and wouldn't it be great to get the game back together and getting Steve Brill on. And mm-hmm. I, I think it also helped that it coincided with the 20th and 25th anniversaries. Yeah. That was um, completely accidental, but it worked out. Yeah. So, and, and it also kind of coincided with like a wave of nostalgia. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of been pretty prevalent the last, you know, five years or so. Um, just people kind of like, wanting to get back to their childhoods people our age at least um so yeah i think that was kind of just a confluence of of good luck so you're saying we should take credit for this full wave of nostalgia yeah sure okay wow wow we're we're like because of course we're not only talking about the mighty ducks that's true we talk about the big green a lot of other topics (laughs) we're talking about hey arnold like (laughs) mostly tommy talks about hey arnold a lot (laughs) Like, like almost too much but Never too much Hey Arnold, I guess. If we had a spin-off Hey Arnold podcast, you think people would listen? What would we call it? Like Hey Podcast? Um, no. Like PS one eighteen. Oh, that's good. I like PS one ah, I don't know how well it would do like when people are searching for like Hey Arnold podcast, but I feel like we could we could add it in the st- description or something. So like, so people- welcome to PS one eighteen, the official Hey Arnold podcast. You you could do it with uh with our friend John Arnold and call it Hey John Arnold. Oh, I don't even know if he ever watched the show, but knowing him, he didn't. Yeah, (laughs) he probably didn't. Yeah. Um, We could see if he's interested. 
Yeah. I have no desire. <laughs> well, you don't have to join us, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's a exciting development in the future here. Uh, yeah, I mean, how much do we think, like, like, was this inevitable for the Mighty Ducks to come back? Or was there a a good sort of confluence of events, whether we impacted it or not, that sort of created this thing that came about in the last, I don't know, five years? I think we can point to a few things, one of which is, like, Fuller House. Mm. Um, and I think what Kevin God, that show's terrible. Yeah, I watched <laughs> so I bad. It wasn't good. Um, kind of people who are in their late twenties, early thirties now. Um, there's, you know, essentially, you know, we're in, you know, the golden age of the internet, and so anything you grew up with, you can go back and find. You know, even you know very obscure shows or movies, you can find no matter what. And so people now have a very quick access to it. Like so, kind of coinciding with. Um, streaming like uh, Netflix, you know, Hulu, essentially, you know, the Mighty Ducks movies are all, you know, online there. You can essentially find anything you want. And so people have more access to it. Um, and so I think the popularity of that, you know, think about how, you know, Family Guy went off the air, but because of the great sales of their DVDs, it came back on. And so this way things aren't limited to just, you know, the, the time they're on the air or whatever. And so I think kind of this, the way people um, consume media now has really kind of influenced the nostalgia because if it's like, oh, I, I love that one episode of Murphy Brown, you can go watch it for, you can find whatever you want instead of 10 years ago, you're just like, well, I hope someone taped it. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah I don't That's my know. TED talk. Yeah. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, I don't really have anything to add. What I is agree. Murphy Brown? Murphy Brown, I've heard of. I've never actually watched it. <laughs> I was like, this is a very obscure reference. But it's like, I think she was a lawyer, maybe? I that know. sounds right. But it was like a show. That sounds right. I'll look it up. We'll do a, a Murphy Brown podcast. What would we call it? <laughs> um, what can Murphy Brown do for you? Ooh. Oh, yeah, I guess. I feel like I feel like there's some sort of inside Murphy Brown joke that we're not getting because we're not Murphy Brown fans. Okay, so actually, here is... um. The plot line, whatever. I don't want to call it inside. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Okay, so anywho, <laughs> there's you don't said it. All right, so there's two taglines I want to read. The first one is very short: the personal and professional misadventures of an opinionated but beloved woman working as a TV journalist. Oh, okay, so TV journalist. And now, what, what era was this? Uh, it was on for like a while. This is 1988 to 2018. That can't be right. <laughs> wow. Is this still on? What a run. What a run. And the next one says, Murphy Brown is a very selfish, stubborn, extremely hot-tempered, but also talented, resourceful, clever, and caring middle-aged reporter who works for FYI News Network and at the same time tries to raise her child as an unmarried working woman. Mm. Her friends and coworkers, Corky, Jim, Frank, and Miles, try to balance between her outbursts of anger and her family personality or even financial crises it's a difficult life for murphy but she's got the guts to live it I, I do like how the description of her it's just like they looked and looked up every single descriptive word in the dictionary and just threw it all into a sentence yeah like she has literally every personality trait that you could possibly have it's won three golden globes wow hmm. i haven't won any golden globes well if we have any murphy brown fans out there and want to you know yeah. Educate us. I'd like to see that Venn diagram of Murphy Brown and Mighty Ducks fans. I need to see, like, you know, second favorite movies. 
Oh, from our, from our interesting. Hmm. All right. Maybe we should. Uh, and we can a, make that Venn diagram. We could do a poll and see like what everyone's favorite movies are. We could also do categories for like, like second favorite sports movies, things like that, to talk more about the big green or favorite Nickelodeon cartoons for Hey Arnold. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe we'll put it on the application for this. I guess trivia contest, trivia like contest. I'll say for now. I'm going to come up with a catchier name for that, but uh, I feel like we've exhausted our Murphy Brown talk for the year, so let's move on. <laughs> Wait, I have a quick uh, okay. s- circling back to the to the promotion at uh, the Islanders game. Uh-huh. It's on Long Island, right? Is that where they play? So they like they moved to Barclays Center in Brooklyn, oh, okay. and then they're moved back to Nassau Coliseum and I they were splitting time between the two for a while back on on Long Island at the Nassau Coliseum but I I don't guarantee that I will look put it I in was, the show I was just gonna say how do we not have a quackalite there we have like 15 quackalites that live on Long Island that's true there were like four of them that were in the trivia tournament yeah that's true that's true just a a shame for all you people who were not there maybe you guys were and you just didn't reach out but I feel like if you were true quackalites you would have told us that you were there so um just you gotta be better and well maybe you'll come back in the trivia contest strong but uh yeah just disappointing for our new york quackalites out there as i said let's move on to the quack question and away from murphy brown (laughs) if you're unfamiliar with the pod you ask us questions on facebook twitter through email we pick the best ones try to answer them Usually do an okay job. And Kevin, what is the quack question today? Um, today, uh, man, there are two pretty good questions. Um, we'll go with uh, Matt Hoover's question. It's at Phil Hoover on Twitter. Uh, he asks, uh, if Adam Banks never joins the Ducks in D1, would the Ducks still have won a championship? I think the answer to that is no. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but also, if any of the Ducks were traded for Adam Banks, who would the Hawks have wanted and why? Oh, mm. now that is a good question. Interesting. I, we can all dispense with the championship talk, right? They don't win the championship. Yeah. It's not on the they don't even make the... I mean, I guess they all made the playoffs, but... Yeah, I don't think they make the finals. Because obviously they, they win without Banks in the finals, but they don't get there without him. I think he... In that montage, he scores like three goals. So I think he carries the team there. Uh, in terms of the trade, um, like, are we including cash considerations and <laughs> and like extra, or maybe, maybe like a bunch of like coupons to Goldberg Deli? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it. Uh, one of two ways. So like, if they. Traded Adam Banks, you would assume that they'd have to get multiple ducks in return. Yeah. Maybe if they even want them. Yeah. But so would that mean some of the Hawks get cut because of roster sizes? I don't think there's a roster size because they add a bunch of because they add like Tammy and Tommy. I mean, but maybe That's they were true. like well yeah. below. Yeah. 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 I don't think there's a roster size. I think you can just. Just for the sake of this trade, we'll say no roster size. You can just add players. And apparently you, you can wish. add them in the middle of the season without any kind of like permission <laughs> slip. Yeah. So, obviously, as Kevin said, you got want multiple ducks. I think you start 
with Fulton, just because he has an extraordinary skill that isn't you don't have on your team. Like I feel like if you're Riley, you feel like you can teach Fulton to skate and be mean. He has the size, he has the shot. So I think he's a a tradable piece. I mean, other than that, I think Jesse. I think Jesse yeah. and Terry. Oh, uh, I don't that's know about good. Well, no, no. I think that you need to get bodies, and I think Jesse doesn't play without Terry. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. is he going to play with a bunch of cake eaters? It's like, oh well, better. I, see, I think Ter- or, uh, Jesse would fit in perfectly on that team because he's like just an asshole. I, th- yeah, I think know? Coach Riley could see him be like, I can make this guy like my enforcer yeah. or something. Yeah, I like that. I thought I think. Yeah, it's a package deal, and Riley takes Terry knowing he's not really going to get anything out of him. Yeah, because I think they're going to get at least three players out of it. Yeah, he's just taking it so he can have Jesse. Like he's, he's the Seth Curry throw-in Exactly. Deal. Exactly. You're getting Steph, but you have to take Seth as well. <laughs> so I think, yeah, you have Fulton, you have Jesse, Terry, um, I don't know. Like, it depends on how... Um, sort of uh, like how much revenge Riley wants, or how how much he wants to screw the Ducks. Like if he's if he's trying to screw it to Gordon, I think he takes Conway just to like just to mess with Gordon's head. But let me frame it this way: w- When would you walk away? What would what would be your walk away price? <laughs> I think it'd be very tough to give up both Fulton and Jesse because those I think. Probably two best players, you know. I guess Guy is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's very tough giving them more than those three. I think because Fulton is essentially a one trick pony, you can get away with him. But he's so specialty that like the the Hawks would actually want him. Mm-hmm. And then you could argue that Jesse is the Ducks' best player, and so they're getting a specialty guy. They're getting their Ducks' best player, and they're essentially getting a project in Terry. Would you do that deal? I think the Ducks can win without those three. I think Fulton is the biggest loss because Jesse, it takes him so long to buy in. I don't think I'd take the deal. As a as a as the Ducks coach? Yeah, I, I think GM. As, yeah, as the Ducks if I'm Hans running this team <laughs> I'd maybe maybe what I would do is I'd say, Give me Banks and Larson. Oh I will give you Fulton and um, Jesse and Terry, and then also... And then you get Banks' younger brother in four years. And Well, and then <laughs> I also give you Peter or something like that. Oh, yeah, just a Carp. throw in. Yeah. <laughs> just a body. You can't throw in Connie or Guy because of their package, and then you need... I think they're probably your two best players after them. And yeah. so... But if you have Banks, Larson, Connie, Guy, and Goldberg on, out on the ice... Banks, Larson, Connie, Guy. Banks, Larson, Connie, Guy... Goldberg. You need one more. Conway? So, thanks, Larson. Conway. It's not a bad Connie lineup. Connie and Gee. That's not a bad lineup. But you de- a lot of depth issues on yeah, that Yeah, you though. definitely have depth issues. So, I think, I think if the Ducks make the trade, they go further in the playoffs than if they wouldn't have made the trade. Like, if they didn't have Banks and just stuck with what they had. Yeah. I think they maybe win a game. I think Banks takes them to the semifinals, and it's a close game, maybe, uh, depending on his like injury troubles or, or something like that. Because you don't have sort of Fulton as an enforcer there. Uh, 
you bring up a good point. Like how many players, how many players would like Riley ask for before you said no to Adam Banks, who is obviously this superstar. So like, yeah, if you're the Ducks, Tommy, you said you would not take the deal for with Fulton, Jesse, and Terry for Banks. Yeah, I think you need to get another player out of it. But even I, to that point, I think you could take you know the guy at the end of the bench for the Hawks, and you're still better not maybe not better off in that scenario, but you know he's still going to be an average player on your okay, team at yeah. worst. Yeah, I think you could, that's what like Larson doesn't have like that Hawk mentality. I don't think mm-hmm. so. I think um, you know Coach Ryan or uh, Coach Riley would be like. Yeah, take him. I don't. I don't need him. I think he's too good. Yeah, for to be thrown in that trade. I think it's somebody that we don't even know. Do we think that Larson is like up there? He doesn't really do anything. Like I remember from watching and trying to figure out the stats, this one dude Brown was much better than <laughs> Larson. So, so definitely let, not Brown. I think. Well, Larson does get a lot of playing time on the Ducks, so he's obviously a, a useful piece. Because I, I feel like Riley, even at that age, is not really rolling the lines as much as he probably should for 10-year-olds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I feel like Larson's got to be at least, like, average to above average for the Hawks, which means he's, like, excellent for pretty much anyone else. So it'd be an interesting sort of experiment or, or interesting thought if he played for, like, the Hornets or somebody. Like, is he the star player? So... Yeah, I so okay. So let's say let's say it's Banks and Larson and you would take the deal for Fulton, Jesse and Terry if you're the Ducks. Yeah, it's those two for those three absolutely in a heartbeat, but I don't think I don't think the Hawks would take it unless they knew something like Larson's like broke his ankle or something. Okay. So they they'd want a fourth piece. And would you let if you added Tommy Duncan, would you take that? If I'm Riley? Yeah. If I get Tommy, what do you want from Tommy Duncan? <laughs> yeah, I was just trying. I mean, to, he's just a body. I was trying to start low and go high. I, if see, a lot if, of these kids are package deals. If you, I, if it was that scenario for me, I would I would uh, if I were Riley, I would demand to get Connie or Gee, only one of them. Yeah, and mm. cause a rift. Oh, cause a rift in the team, and yeah, yeah, because I mean, you don't even if that like breaks up the player in terms of like his or her mentality if you're the hawks you can take that where the ducks could not well at the same time though i don't think riley seeks um the ducks as any kind of like force they beat the shit out of them yeah Yeah. anyone can beat these pansies take banks we don't need him like that's not at all how that went though (laughs) that's true obviously um but um i mean if we're dealing with the trade scenario so if you go, if you're the Ducks and Riley offers you Banks and Larson for Fulton, Jesse, Terry, and Conway, are you in or out? Conway, yeah, I'm in. Okay. So what was yeah, it? If I'm Hans, yes. Bombay, maybe not. Just because he's got that thing with Charlie. So you are Hans, GM of this Peewee team. And Riley comes to you and says, I'm giving you Banks and Larson. And I want Fulton, Jesse, Terry, and Conway. Ooh, that's a lot. Uh, I think if you throw in like a bench player at the end of the bench for the for the Hawks too, I feel like their banks is at, is worth at least like a couple of players. 
I think they're each worth two players essentially. And so you can get Banks and then you give him three or you get Banks and Larson and you give him four. And I think if you're giving up Jesse and Terry and uh, and, and Fulton just for Banks, you've lost you know two pretty big pieces in Fulton and uh, and Jesse. And so you need to get at least one other competent player back, even though if you're giving up one of your competent players, it's it, you're you have better fighting chance because having two players out of that who are always going to be on the ice is better. It'd be fascinating to see uh, what happens with Hans and Bombay's relationship if that were to happen. Yeah. Trading away. Kind of like, maybe Trade. Bombay was like, trade away this kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I made him, I messed up with his mom. <laughs> well, he hadn't messed up yet. They were in good state. Uh, I, I mean, mean, yeah, I guess eventually. it depends on when this trade, like if it, if this is right when, if this is right when they just steal Banks away. Then, yeah, so they've sort of started to turn it around. Well, actually, no, because he said he gets banks before they sort of have the breakup. He has to go to the detention and win them back. Um, and then they asked, and Peter asked, what about banks? And I was like, he can have us. So if, if that's before then, then he sort of like has, he doesn't really have a full control of the team at that point. So, like, if I'm Bombay, I think, I think, Bombay gives him up. I'm not sure. I think I would give him up too for Banks and Larson. I would do those four. Would you do the four, Kevin, or no? I think so. I okay. mean, only because, uh, especially at that age, like the elite, the elite athletes at that age right. are so much better than the other ones. Yeah, like the gap is enormous. Okay, so let so I'm trying to find where we could, we are we have a rift. So let's add um, Connie to the mix. So that's two for five. Two for five. No, I wouldn't do that because then you're losing, you're losing Jesse, Terry, and Gee, who were like your first liners, mm-hmm. and then Connie and Fulton, both are good. I mean, yeah, Fulton is kind of like a one trick pony, but I just don't think you have the depth because who's playing around him then? Yeah, yeah. You've got Banks, you've got Larson, you've got you could go do some crouton. <laughs> find some kids yeah, off the he'd street. Yeah, he'd have to go. He'd have to go back out. Yeah, get some more. Fulton, rings. give me some of your football buddies. <laughs> okay. Um, I might. Uh, I'd have to think. So, okay. New scenario then. So Riley said Riley needs like a clubhouse guy. He needs like a, a guy that's great in the locker room. He says, "Give me Averman instead of he Connie." He wouldn't want Averman. He wants him for. He wants him for all the off ice stuff. Averman brings people together. He would, he would kill Averman. Okay, so okay, so I guess I guess we're at that. I feel like it's up to the quack lights now. Like, like where would you draw the line? I feel like we would say we all agreed actually that we would say yes to Banks and Larson for Fulton, Jesse, Terry, and Conway. But we would. Are we all saying no to? Those two, Banks and Larson, for Fulton, Jesse, Terry, Conway, and Connie. Yeah, I'm saying no to that. I think I would say yes, uh, uh, just because you could put bodies at the end of the bench and it wouldn't have yeah. that big of an impact. Assuming you can go out and like still grab a couple of kids off the street. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Because I've, I've forgotten Averman. Averman's a, he's a pretty tidy player. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would say yes. 
Because I feel like you have the two best, like, out of that trade, you have the two best players coming your way. That's so, true. So I would say, but so I feel like we've reached a good point here. So Quite we'll, the blockbuster. Yeah, we'll leave it up to the Quacklights. Would you accept Banks and Larson for Fulton, Jesse, Terry, Conway, and Connie? Let us know, thequackdick.com. You can go there, contact us at quackdickpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackdickpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us your favorite fake trades from the Mighty Ducks universe. I'll open it up. I'll open it up to D2. You know, if you want somebody from Trinidad and Tobago and you're willing to give somebody up, let us know. Uh, Keep using the Amazon link. It helps a lot. Go to the shop. Get your gear for 2019. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>